from MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solution 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Today we're talking about your home improvement projects and those things you have been putting off all year. Christmas is just around the corner, and so is 2018. So if there's a project you need to finish, let us help you this morning. And uh, with this unpredictable Mississippi weather we got going on, a few winterizing tips here and there for your home for whenever it decides to get cold. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today we're talking about your home improvement projects and those things you have been putting off all year. Christmas is just around the corner and so is 2018. So if there is a project you need to finish, let us help you out this morning. And with this unpredictable Mississippi weather, we've got a few winterizing tips for your home for whenever it decides to get cold, like throughout the day. So uh, you can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How you fellas doing this morning? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Oh, I'm excited and blessed. Uh, you sound it, Dell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited and blessed. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, you, you lose your voice when you get too excited. Right, right. Okay, there you hey, go. Hey, I'm just excited. It's springtime. Uh, right, again. <laughs> I slept through winter. The, apparently. Yeah. It well, it stopped. Winter stopped at around seven thirty this morning. True. And it, yeah. Right. So, anyway, um, so well, how you fellas? Uh, what have you been working on lately? Well, uh, I got a very interesting phone call last week that a um, a truck um, brakes went out and the they said transmission went out, which oh, know, wow. all of it doesn't sound right. right. But but uh-huh. anyway, anyway, nevertheless. Hey, a truck hit my building. Can you come look at it? Okay. And sure enough, the truck was uh, was inside the building. Oh, wow. <laughs> a brick wall. <laughs> Two of them, actually. Are you uh, serious? A brick brick veneer on the outside, cinder block on the inside. Oh, my God. And, uh, right through it. Sure enough, the truck's just sitting right there just as pretty as you please. <laughs> that sounds like the accelerator got stuck or something. <laughs> right. Something. Right. Okay. Wow. Uh, Dell, so what, uh, what kind of honeydews you got going on? You mentioned a little project you had. Well, I, um, want to build a tour box for my son and I'm also looking to, um, insulate my attic. I found out I lose uh, 90% of my uh, heat that way. Right. You know, I did the windows. I, I took your advice mm-hmm. and I wrapped those windows and I could tell, um, instant draft, um, they stopped the draft. But I'm still losing a little heat through the top, so I'm going to go okay. ahead and insulate that, and that's going to take care of it. Well, that's funny. Uh, we got a question um, 
from this past Saturday. You know, the show repeats on Saturday, mm-hmm. so if you're listening. So anyway, we got a question from this past Saturday in an email that says, I appreciate your program, which I usually get on Saturday at 9. I heard you mention about window film recently, and it's funny because we were coming in this morning, and Dell and I were talking about the window film that he just put on his house. We talked about mm-hmm. this. Uh, he said, I got new wall heaters three years ago and have a problem now on condensation during cold weather. Uh, added blinds in two rooms, but that doesn't solve the problem. Any recommendations on the window film? Um, we we talked about, the, he says, by the way, also I'm thinking of getting new windows next spring. The house is built in 58 and has metal frames with glass. Any suggestion as a type of windows? Thanks. Jim. Uh well, Jim, first of all, if you're going to have have your windows replaced, it's not a bad idea to go ahead and use the film for this for this uh, right. winter mm-hmm. uh, because you, you're probably not going to even get a chance to deal with new windows until around March. Um, so, so yeah, I'd go ahead and put the film on. And, uh, yes. Dell, you just did that this weekend, correct? Yes, and, and I could tell the difference immediately. It's like the heater started working all of a sudden. Right, right. Fix the windows and the heater. Right. Well, yes. we, we talked a lot about this. Is that a lot of the older homes, uh, which are especially especially single pane, right. uh, glass. This is this is something where that window film really really makes a difference, especially if you don't have the dual glass panes. That's right. Know. That's right. And, and now keep in mind, I, I don't think that that would be the. Um, would be the fix all. I think mm. it's more of a temporary. Right. Um, you know, let me let me take care of this now, and then let's consider right. some new windows. The idea of the new windows work. is the way sure. to go. Absolutely. And and look, uh, uh, Jim, if you're going to go to new windows next spring, and you're talking about right now, you have the metal frames with glass. Any suggestions as a type of windows? Windows have gotten so good. Uh, so efficient, and honestly, um, people will tell you that they've gotten a lot cheaper, and and they are. Yes. yes. However, yes. however, windows are not. When you're thinking of putting windows in your home, it's not a small investment. It's not a couple hundred dollar investment. It's not a. No. It's not a simple DIY project. This is something that the windows cost money. Good windows cost money. And he should put, he should put some uh, planning into it to see if, if the sun is on this side. Do we need a tenant window? Or, That's a good point, you know, um, Very good point. With him having those metal casings, I would say he could uh, have those um, cased down to fit, you know, just mm-hmm. remove the uh, the hardware of the uh, metal window and, and leave the casing and just have a fit. Around it, you know, they fit them. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that if he's going to go with all new windows, and he's currently got metal windows, the first thing I would look at is maybe uh, going to a vinyl. Yeah, window. one in case. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think a good vinyl. Now, and I say good. Uh huh. There's a couple different. This is what I was alluding grades. to earlier. All right. Uh, get a virgin vinyl window. Non-virgin vinyl is going to have a blue hue to it, if you will. That's the one that kind of like cracks after a long time. It's 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 recycled vinyl, and 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 okay. what you want you want a good quality vinyl window. I, I think that is the best value mm-hmm. that you can that you can purchase uh, is a vinyl. Okay, so that might be the way to go. So I hope we helped out there, Jim. So anyway, one of the things. 
All right, here's the story I got to tell you guys. Now, you've heard my wife call here before, right? Right. And she her, hesitate. her little pet project is Under pets. different names sometimes. Right, all right. But, but, yeah. Her little pet project is pets. So if you see anything that looks pitiful on the side of the road, my wife's got to have it, okay? So my, my problem is... Uh, Abandoned furniture. I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She is all about the like puppies and kittens. Right. But man, if I see a coffee table with three legs, you it has save got it. to go. I gotta have it. You gotta save it. <laughs> yes. Rescue save that three legged coffee table. Right. <laughs> right. So this is my issue. So I picked one up the other day. It just looked so pitiful sitting there by the side of the road. I thought, you know what, you need my help. So threw it in the back of the truck. Took it home, and of course, before the hour was out, it had already been sanded down. I had already taken the legs off, the three of the legs, right off, and then uh, uh, sanded it down. So now it's time to do the staining and everything else to make it gorgeous for I don't know what. I don't even know what to do with this stuff. I just have this insane obsession about, oh, that needs to be fixed. Well, it is so. Christmas coming up, so that'll make a good gift for someone. Oh, that's a good idea. It's a very mm-hmm. good idea. Okay. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Uh, you can also go online to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Uh, there is a video on our Facebook page right now that is something that I used early on that is is something really, really neat that you can learn a new skill, okay? If you've never done this before, it sounds and it looks spooky. It's not at all. If you go to the MPB Fix It 101 Facebook page, you'll find a video there about how to stain wood like a pro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is neat. And it sounds uh, – stained wood was always a mystery to me. I'm like, how do they make it look so old and cool and nice, and but it's still strong and all that other stuff? Well – this this video it's it's just a little tutorial from YouTube, but it teaches you how to do how to stain wood so that you can keep that look of wood without painting. You know, mm-hmm. um, and, and and it's real. It it doesn't take that long to watch, and it's just a neat new skill to learn. And that's that's where I got this whole furniture thing that I've been doing. Wow, it's like oh, I know how to stain wood now. I can do this. So anyway. Uh, back to uh, the phones at 877 MPB ring. That's 877 672 7464. Hey, you know what? We're going to take a quick break. We're talking about questions about your home improvement projects. Anything going on for Christmas, of course, or the holidays, so no question is off the table. What projects are you working on? Also, if you have any tips for winterizing your home, let us know. Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877 MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. One app is all you need, the MPB Public Media app. Find your favorite voices and shows all in one place. Morning Edition, Prairie Home Companion, Southern Remedy, This American Life, Here and Now, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, The Gestalt Gardener, Marketplace, Snap Judgment, All Things Considered, Mississippi Edition, Local, National, or International, One App opens all of the possibilities. The MPB Public Media app, free from the iTunes and Google Play stores.
Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Today we're taking questions about your home improvement projects. Also, we're uh, talking tips and giving away a few about winterizing your home. Mississippi weather is always unpredictable and we think it's best you be prepared. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We're going to go to Scott on the line in Pascagoula, and he's calling to warn me about the dangers of picking up furniture. Scott, are you with me? Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey. Uh, Yeah, I work in... Multifamily housing, and this happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Somebody sees a wonderful coffee table, a lounge chair, or a sofa or something on the side of the road. Uh-huh. They bring it home, and they put it in their apartment, and guess what they also bring home with them? Please. Bed bugs. A bug. Bed bugs. Yeah. Yep, yep. Some I sort of bug. Coming. Yeah. Uh, it, looks, it looks great. I tell people if it looks great and it's sitting on the side of the road, most likely it's there for a reason. There's an <laughs> issue. Yeah, right. I will say, Scott, that me personally, I only pick up wooden furniture, and, and I'm very particular. I can't pick up, like, the particle board stuff because there's no reason in redoing that or refinishing yeah. it. But, like, real wood, if I find something that's real wood, I'll go ahead and, and give it a shot because I think, you know, I'm going to sand this and beat it up to death. There's nothing going to be alive on this thing when I'm done anyway. So. Well, now, the pest, the pest control guy told me, uh-huh. like on a wood coffee table or table yeah. or chairs, and he said, check the screw holes. Uh-huh. That's what they like to hide. Uh, look idea. at you being Good sharp. Good idea. All right. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that, Scott. A little, little help there. All right. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> Let's move on to uh, Kelly in Hattiesburg. And so this is a neat tip. What's going on, Kelly? So I have this rug that's really slippery and i saw a diy hack where you put some kind of either silicone or you know whatever something in a caulk gun you put on the bottom in big like diagonal smears and then you let it dry and then voila it doesn't skid anymore right um but my question is i've got pure silicone and i have this elastomeric half silicone stuff um, and so I want to be able to actually still put my rug in the washing machine to wash it. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering which one of those you think I should use or if either one is going to start peeling off after I use it in the washing machine. Well, it, it, mm-hmm. it's all about how much of that stuff gets into the fibers when you put the, when you, when you put the glue on there. Issue is obviously no water is going to pe- penetrate the silicone. However, if it's not, uh, you know, kind of grabbing on to those fibers real good, and like if, if you don't put it down there pretty deep, and then on, and then some on top, I fear that the the banging around of a washer and a dryer might pull that stuff off, regardless. Okay. What about so, a, um, a liner, um, a mat? So which one mat. do you think I, I should use? I I would go a straight silicone, me. But what about you guys? Okay. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't. It's the cheapest thing, sure. And, you know, sure, and it you know, won't it, make that it, much of a difference if it comes off. Put it on again. I'm just, you know, I like a I like a mat under the rug. Person, a little rubber yeah. mat, yeah, yeah. liner yeah. or something. Yeah, uh, you know about those, correct, it's Kelly? Falling off, <laughs> but thank you. Sure. All right, thanks. 
Yeah, and you can buy these mats uh, that will go under, say, if you've got a, a wood or a tile floor, and then you put a, a, a nice rug, area rug, over it, yeah, it will it will slide. Yeah, put some liquid nail on it. That'll take care of well, it. No, man, you don't want to be able to get it back up again. But, but yeah, look at you laughing. Um, that was the guyest solutions I've ever heard. But, now, but simple though, now, the man is your best fix. I just got a text uh-huh. from my wife that says, um, "What the little the little rubber underlying that?" Like, the, yeah, she said they they make a tape. Okay, it must be the two sided tape that you can yes, put. Yes, yeah. So, okay, all right. Uh, so here we go. I got a uh, I've got an email here. From, uh, uh, well, I'm not going to say the name, but here we go. We have some repairs to be made in our 30 year old home. We had some wind damage, which tore down gutters. Mm. We have ceiling damage from water damage, a roof leak, and area will have to be cut out and replaced right there in the roof. Also, some rotting wood on a couple of window frames. We're getting uh, a roof replaced, but we'll need all these additional carpentry, sheetrock-type jobs done. Um, can you recommend a reputable carpenter who will charge an honest and reasonable rate? And they give where in the state that they live. But let me say this. Um, that sounds like what we just finished. Right, right. Uh, Jeff, give me some uh, places that would be the right place to start there. It's real simple. Call your home builders association. Mm-hmm. Uh, call um, your uh, board of contractors, mm-hmm. uh, Mississippi State Board of Contractors. Um, and these these have websites that you can that you can look at that have listings of contractors sure, on them. Absolutely. Uh, and if they're on those sites, you can pretty much guarantee that you know they've been vetted. That's right. Um, that's right. Yeah. I so mean, the the state of Mississippi does not just hand out um, contractor license or remodeling license right. or plumbing or electrical. You know, well, these are things you have to take a test. You 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 have to stay current on your continuing education. Right. And um, so, and if you're doing those things, chances are you're what you're supposed to be. So let me ask uh, a couple of the little things on here is in the handyman territory. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So with that being the case, uh, are those types of contractors on these sites? Oh, absolutely. You know, just just if you label yourself as a handyman, you, sh- you should still be licensed. Mm-hmm. You should still have insurances put in place. Right. And insurance is the biggest thing. You do not want to hire a contractor. I don't care if he's coming to put in a uh, – put gutters on your house. You want your contractor insured – uh, anything can happen. You hire a contractor, falls off the ladder, breaks his leg, breaks his back. You might not have picked a good example with gutters. Well, of, yeah. <laughs> but anything like that right. happens, then you find out that that contractor is not insured. Your your homeowner's insurance will probably kick in because you're probably going to get sued. Right. So it's it's and it's so easy to find out who you're dealing with. Right. Especially today. Right. So so uh the Mississippi State Board of Contractors mm-hmm. and um uh, maybe the Home Builders Association of your area um and I can tell you in your area um uh, the the folks that emailed in would be the uh Home Builders of Jackson. 
So, um, all right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. So uh, another project that you might be working on right now in the winterizing department is uh, blocking leaks. And there's a couple of different things that you can use to block <laughs> leaks. We've talked about them here. There is uh, the traditional thing, which is caulk. And what you do is you can either, with your sight line or with a finger, run across uh, maybe around your window frames, and you'll you'll feel where the trim meets the sheetrock. And if they do not, if they're separate, if they separate on the wall, that's a good place for you to be able to put some caulk, and it'll stay in there, and it'll keep uh, the draft from coming through that area. Believe it or not, if you'll keep your hand right there on the wall next to the trim, and it's cold outside, you'll be able to feel it. That's so, right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, you, know, so you put some caulk there, and, and it will be a little better. Another another place, especially in older homes, um, is trying to caulk your top plate. Um, now, what's the top plate? Okay, the top plate would be the very top two-by-four on your exterior walls. Mm-hmm. Now, chances are it's hard to get to. Uh, if you can get to it, caulk those holes where you have uh, typically a electrical wire running through there going to your receptacle. Uh-huh. Uh, if you cannot get to that, they make a foam gasket that you can simply take your receptacle and switch plates off, put that foam gasket on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will you you lose a lot of of heat and heat and cooling through that receptacle. It's really weird if you go up to a standard outlet that, especially if it meets a, an outside wall, mm-hmm. and just put your hand over that outlet. That's right, and you're going to feel cold. the air. Yeah, yeah, they are very cold. So uh, those little things do a lot of work or a lot of help to uh, stop the leaks coming into your home, and uh, it's just generally a good idea. Yeah. You know? Now I've heard I don't know if this is true, but. I think maybe Doug Rye published this at some point, but um, with the receptacles and the switches in receptacles and switches in your house, mm-hmm. if they're not sealed off, it's like having a window open full time. Wow! So right, you can lose a tremendous amount of heating heating well, in there. We were talking about sealing up, and one of the things I mentioned was caulk. Now you've mentioned those little foam pads that you can put in. Another thing that you want to look at is a can of something that uh, – a brand name that people use is called Great Stuff, uh, but it's basically just expansion foam. Mm-hmm. And you can find it in a lot of different uh, varieties, brands. And uh, and they also have different. I think you would guess. I would call it strengths. I don't, I'm not. Oh yeah, for big cracks, small. Yeah, yeah. And also, you know, some are, you know, different different resistance to water and 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 air and you know different things like oh, yeah. that. So the density of the foam is different depending on the application. Yeah. So some expands more than other. Right. So, but um, there is a generic just can of called great stuff, and this is something that you might just want to have a can around the house. And uh, for a job. And what I mean by this is that, like, this time of year, you grab a can of great stuff or expansion foam. Look under your door sills. uh, Look under right up under the door and the plate that you would step on Mm -hmm. uh, to get through the door. Um, You want to look up under there because a lot of times not only is there space for air, but also space for critters. And if you will take some of that great stuff and spray it under there and get any gaps, any holes, 
you'd be amazed at how much you can stop before it gets into your home. Now, remember, it is expand. It is expanding foam, right? So, so, so what you put in, just assume at least ten times the size of right. what you put down. So, be careful. And it's mm-hmm. and when it dries, it's hard. And it's the only concrete. way to get it off there is to saw it off, really. Or, yeah, you can you know. blow a wall out. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you can easily. So, um, but it's a lot of fun. Eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. We're going to take a quick break. This is going to be fun when we come back. I've got a letter that's going to blow you guys away, and it's a lot of fun. Eight seven seven MPB ring. We're going to we'll continue our discussion in just a minute. Taking questions today about your home improvement projects. What do you guys got going on? Uh, No questions off the table. We have two contractors here. They're here on the house, and they're ready and willing to answer your question about your home. 877-MPB-RING. We'll be right back. An evening of jazz can be just what the doctor ordered. Join me, Meredith Michelle, with WJSU's Evening Jazz, 7 to 10 weeknights on MPB Music Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Two contractors that would cost money to drive up in your driveway, but you've got them free today. Give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464. Okay, I'm going to blow your mind before we go to this email, okay? All right. Ready to have your mind blown? The reason why your mind will be blown is that we have said this exact same thing at least six times on this show before. I'm going to say it again, and a whole bunch of people are going to learn something. All right, uh, because I do every time because I forget. Reverse your fan, uh. <laughs> and everybody's like, "Cool, wait yeah. a minute, which way is reverse? What what, what are you talking? About? Okay, here we go. By reversing the direction from the summer operation, the fan ready will push warm air downward and force it to recirculate, keeping you more comfortable. So, okay, during the winter months. The fan fa- uh, uh, pushes air downward because heat rises. Therefore, it pushes the hot air down. Okay, during the summer months, when you'd think that you'd want all that air blowing on you, the actual right. is to pull the cooler air from the bottom, so you want the air going up. So, if you're asking which way the direction should be going right now during the winter time, typically it's with the the wind going down. Yes. So there you go. I'll check that as soon as I get home. I, know. I really don't know which way to go. I know. Isn't it crazy? I have to read it every year because I always forget. Mind blown. We need one of those sound effects, Jabba. Just a, like an explosion when my oh, mind is blown. Yes. Yeah. we got to get slick on this yeah, thing. Yeah, come on, Jabba. All right. So, <laughs> all right. I told you about this email we've got going on. All right. We got a uh, an email from Beverly. My neighbor just mounted a glaring multi-megawatt unshielded outside security type light aimed facing at my yard and house. (laughs) 
Uh, I like to sit outside at night and enjoy the stars and the moon sometimes with a log glowing in a fireball. Can you say pellet gun? Uh, this is yeah, yeah. One shot. The light is so bright it ruins my night vision. It's mm. like the high beam of a headlight facing my direction. It also pierces through my living room blinds. It's got to be three hundred watts. Talking to the neighbor oh, is God. out of the question. I had a police officer come out who said, "I don't see a problem. Light doesn't bother me." We're not laughing at you, baby. No, no, we're laughing with you. Yep. So I started thinking maybe I could have a short but fairly high, like six foot long uh, by six and a six to eight foot high single segment of some type of screening fence put up just to block out the light. I'm thinking maybe two end posts and some type of paneling, close fitting slats or something. Shrubs would not work to be too; they'd be too slow growing. Uh, I know that I may have to run anything I. Uh, I do by zoning or planning as I'm within the city limits right now. I need economical solution. If you have others, please let me know. Then she goes on to say (laughs) is corrugated metal expensive. Uh, I Googled pictures of privacy fences made out of this or would some type of wood slats work better. Uh, Well, let me go ahead and and, uh, she says that she is an older lady on a fixed income. So let's keep it low you've done a fantastic job okay here's the deal you can do either one of those things if you'd like to build one of these fences it's not difficult nope. um it's not even very costly especially if you're doing it yourself because um remember a couple of couple of two by fours for exterior uses around 350 a piece um and and some posts yeah a couple of posts now the, the only thing is you got to be very careful about where you dig remember we're one of the sponsors of the show 811 yes uh because you do not want to hit a line of any sort but anyway before you dig do mm-hmm. that but but you want to you can use either the wood slats which are cheap also they're only about 2 bucks a piece for a fence slat um or the corrugated metal is also very easy to mm-hmm. use, um, mm-hmm. and it's not that expensive. I'm, I'm thinking about fifteen bucks a sheet. Sure, you know. Yeah, the you know the problem is is going to be your HOA uh, may not allow you know you right. to, to build that fence. And now, now, now for those was, of us without HOAs, explain that uh, HOA Homeowners Association. Right, uh, they carry a lot of weight. There's covenants. Uh, you must abide by them. Yeah, which means you can or cannot build stuff based on sure, things yeah. that they've decided. Yeah. So now, you know, plan two. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I am condoning this, but right. you know, fight fire with fire. Oh, nine thousand watt LED throwing back <laughs> at it. <laughs> nice. I'm, I did not right. condone that. No. So, but it's not that he wouldn't do it himself. All right, let's move on to the phones. Ann is on the line in Clinton, and she's got a question. What's up, Ann? Well, I was just listening to you all su- suggesting putting that uh, foam in the electrical outlets for insulation. Uh, is there any chemical reaction on the insulation of the wiring eventually? Okay, you may have misunderstood. Right, you got two things. Uh, yeah, we're not spraying the foam in there. This is a foam gasket. It's a it's a little flat insert yeah, thing. Yeah. And yeah. Do not spray stuff in your no, receptacles. No. Okay. 
but yeah, it's just a little flat gasket. You can buy them at the home stores. Yes. Um, and it's it's a piece of foam about four inches by two inches. Yep. That's yep. all it is. And it, it goes right on the back of that plate. Uh huh. Um, very very simple. Unscrew the plate. Put the foam. Put the foam gasket on there. And put your plate back on. Yeah. It, it, you're not gonna you're not gonna run risk of being shocked or anything no. like that. Okay. So you're talking about the face plate. Right. Just yes, the face ma'am. plate. Yeah. Okay. Well, I did misunderstand. I thought somebody did mention some kind of foam, and y'all were talking about it expanding. And all right. No. Okay. I'm glad you asked that question, so we probably cleaned that up. Yes. No one died. Okay. Uh, David's on the line in uh, Byram. David, you with us? Oh, yeah. What's going on, man? Uh, I got a question about asphalt singles or fiberglass singles, whatever you want to call them. All right. We got a roofer. I noticed all through the years, if you read the instructions that is on the things that tell you the, the starter row, how to do it, but everybody I ever talked to, they put it up, the starter row, they just flip it upside down, take a piece of shingle and flip it upside down. <laughs> and I want to know what, what do y'all think, what, which way is the correct way and does it make a difference? Well, correct is a, is a tricky term. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There, well, there's the way the, the, the yeah. correct starter shingles. You know, the starters right. are like half of a shingle. Yeah, buy so, the buy the correct starter. Right. Yeah, if you buy the correct starter, you won't have to use your um, your shingles as a turnaround. You use the correct starter shingle, which is about seven or eight the architect, inches. The architect shingles, they they even sell a starter row. You just they got tabs on them, and you just pry them apart or whatever. Mm-hmm. You got starter yes. row. But, but if it's a three-tab starter, you're supposed to cut the tabs off and then put that down there. So you just throw away the tab. But most people I know, they just flip the shingle upside down. Yes, they've been doing it for years. Uh, I don't think they ever read the instructions like you have. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'd follow what the manufacturer says to do. That's what I always thought myself. Yeah, yeah right. you should purchase starter. And one thing you don't want to do is have uh, seen the scene. With right. those, um, any underlayment, you don't want seam to seam. You want a, um, at least six An inch overlap. Uh, overlap. Right. At least right. that. Right. Okay. And and something else, what is the difference? Is asphalt shingles and fiberglass shingles, is that something? Is asphalt shingles gone now? Is they all fiberglass or what? I believe you're quoting the same thing off the pack. Um Asphalt fiberglass shingles. Yes, yes. yeah, that's the same name. Right. Um, oh, okay, okay. All right. Just um, well, allergy resistant in different terms uh, do apply. Yeah. Premium okay. shingle grade. You know, they have a lot of sales tips. But um, oh, okay. 35 year, 25 right. year. Yeah. All right, David. It gets that helps, man. We've got to keep moving along. we got got uh, Sam on the line and Jackson. And uh, Sam, you're a fan? Yeah, you know, I, you know, I listen to you all the time. <clears throat> hey, cool. Uh, yeah, I got, I got two questions. Uh, uh, one, you know, this morning I was talking about the fans and stuff. You know what I mean for the uh, the summer and the winter. Yes, sir. Now, y'all, mm-hmm. y'all know y'all, y'all should have told us which way was going to be counterclockwise or clockwise. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> see, that's, that's too complicated. See, that's the issue when people tell me counterclockwise. It's like I got to count my toes and stuff. I got to figure stuff out. I don't want to do that. Is the wind up or down? Is the upper is the wind going up or down? That's what I want. Is the wind know. blowing on you or not? Right. <laughs> if it's blowing on you, it's winter time. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, okay. Uh, the other one is, uh, I was listening to NPR this morning, uh-huh. and they were talking about a, a case uh, about, uh, I believe about a bunch of cell phones. I, I caught it kind of like in the middle of it. A bunch of cell phones was uh, stolen and stuff, and the way they, uh, uh, they, uh, you know, uh, 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 punish them is, uh, information is because of the, uh, the call, you know what I mean? They showed the location when he was at and everything, you know. Well, and, let me uh, let me let me tell you, Sam. Show. The uh, the the next show coming up is called Everyday Tech, and you're going to want to ask them because that's that that's a neat question. But um, you know, if you can't, well, anyway, they're all about those the pros. It may be above our pay grade. It really is. I'm certain of it. Okay, let's keep on moving. We're going to uh, Mikey and Mobile. Hey, Mikey, what's up? Hey, good morning. I got a uh, film. Window film questions for you and sure. a comment. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, first of all, having recently experienced, you know, everybody has it happen sooner or later. Um, if you put the film on the windows and you <coughs> accidentally, like, fall into a window, <laughs> right. which is not much fun, mm-hmm. does that does the film offer protection? Uh, well, it's not made for that. And uh, I, I would no, say it's that... Too thin. Yeah, it's two things. It's, it, it really is. It's just a great above saran wrap, you know. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's it's it, that's all it is, and and okay. that's kind of what it feels like. Well, that kind of really. answers that kind of answers my second question, which is how long can it be left up? Which is probably not long. A season, a season, and the then someone's going to burn it out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and that's the deal. When it gets really hot outside, like you know. 90s and above is that film's just going to droop. Isn't the, isn't the upgrade to film foil? I, I would think so. <laughs> remember you know, those days? Do I remember? <laughs> hey, man, that was college. Those were like best years man, of my life. Wasn't that fun? <laughs> I've used the um, underlayment for the floors, the um, the blue insulation. You know, uh, I've used them. But you can't see it out, though. That's not bad. Okay, Mikey, thanks. We appreciate it. All right, we're going to move on to Wayne in uh, Crystal Springs. What's going on, Wayne? Good morning, guys. Um, I would like to find out. I've got some uh, some vintage solid brick. I say it's solid. I mean, you can take it and write on the concrete with it because it's it's, uh, it's not real solid. But um, there's right. no holes in it. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. I would like uh, to uh, first get some pointers on cutting this in half so I can make some papers out of it, and then your opinions on if I can use this for flooring or walling in a new shower room, and then how I would seal over that. Well, first of all, what what you put on top of your waterproofing in your shower is not the waterproofing. Right. It's behind so, it. So you're, you're, and this is what I tell my customers all the time. When that shower is waterproofed, theoretically, you can go take a shower. The only the, the the what you put on top of that waterproofing serves two purposes. One protects the waterproofing, and it's it's makeup. It's pretty, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I man, that's a very interesting question. You know, because the brick you're looking at is probably a hundred years old. Yeah. Uh, do I want to get that wet constantly? Well, um, it was wet constantly when it was getting rained on. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say he could do it, but just overdo it. 
you know, go ahead and slew the system or something. That's behind right. It. Yeah, you're you're and you're then select the brick. Yeah, you put the bricks there. And, yeah, and, and uh, select the brick. Yeah, poly yeah. it or something. Yeah, yeah. double time. And what we're talking about is is when you lay the brick up there with your grout and everything, then go back over it with a a a, a, a coating. Select. Yeah, and uh, and and you know you can get that stuff that you can pour on. It's a it's a it's a clear vinyl basically that you can pour on and spread. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they use it on like tables and stuff at restaurants. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Yes. Yeah. So and you want it that thick. Yeah, yeah, that thick is good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-674. Hang on, what did I say? 672-7464. There we go. Okay. And remember, the fan air goes down in winter. It goes up in summer. I got to say that again before we end the show. It's blowing on me in the winter. It needs to. It's blowing yeah. on you yeah. in the winter. Okay. All right. 877-MPB-RING. We'll be right back. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today, we're taking your questions about your home improvement projects. Also, we're taking tips and also giving a few about winterizing your home. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. And let's go straight to Patricia is on the road, and she's uh, got a problem with your granite. Is this like your kitchen counter granite, Patricia? Yes. We had our um, home built and moved into it last summer. And I noticed a few months ago that the steam over the dishwasher uh-huh. um, was coming apart. Water would run down in it. So I called the people uh-huh. to install the granite, and they sent someone out who squirted some silicon in it. Uh-huh. And now that silicon has come out. Right. Mm-hmm. It's because uh, the seam went right over the dishwasher, right? Right. And it was an expensive dishwasher that's supposed to have that. Very quiet sound. I can't help but wonder if that's yeah. not affecting that too. But there's there's always always uh, moisture, and they it's right up under a seam. Um, right. Wow, that seems. And you said this house was was finished when? Um, we moved in last June. Was it new? Yes, we had it built. Uh, Brand new house. That's. And it's separating. There's another seam. Yes, there's another seam on my cooktop, and there's another seam where the sink is. And I've done a little research, and some of the things I've read have indicated that those are not appropriate places to put granite seams. No, it's not. Uh, That's what that's what I was thinking when you mentioned it, Patricia, because I, I I wouldn't put a seam anywhere near water uh, or, or, or where there's regular moisture. And under or that no support, <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, um, that that uh, 
You need you need you just need to call your builder. Your builder. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, gonna say. But. Just call your builder, meet him out there. I'm sure they'll do the right thing. Right. Okay. Even though we paid the people that the builder recommended, I didn't know if this would involve the builder or if it was something we should handle with uh, business. Well, the the, the builder, if nothing else, is going to be able to point you in the right direction. Yeah, I, I'd call both. I would call the granite manuf- the manufacturer. Right. That, that's, God, that that, that yeah. would be God. So <laughs> you, you can call him too. But call the call the company that installed the granite. Okay. Um, and, 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 and just call the builder too, and just say, Hey, you know, I've got this issue. I'm going to, I'm going to call the granite installer and, and I may, I may need your help. So well, that's a good way to go at it, Patricia. Well, uh, give that a shot. I think it's going to make a big difference. We're going to keep moving though. We've got a whole bunch. Steven is on the line again on, uh, on the road. And, uh, I am taking all these things that say fan comment is that you're a fan of uh, MPB's Fix It 101, but I will accept the fact that you want to talk about what direction wind goes. <laughs> well, I apologize, guys, because I love you very much, and I listen to you every single Wednesday morning en route from New Orleans to Mobile. Uh-huh. Got a Thank great you. show. But, buddy, if you see clockwise, it's the is position that the clock hands turn. Yes, Never I know. Clockwise is back. I know so that. I, However, I, I, hang on just a second, no, Stephen. <laughs> Reason why I say hang on is that I was just in the other room during the break uh, with Java and Liz, and we were talking about. I was like, "Man, don't anybody bring up clockwise, counterclockwise, because you know we're all looking up and everything." And Liz, stood, <laughs> Liz stood up and held her hands out like a sundial, and she says, "Well, I have to figure it out. I have to move my hands." See, nobody wants to talk clockwise. <laughs> counterclockwise. We want to know if the wind is going to hit us or hit the ceiling. Okay, then you got it. If that's the best way you want to <laughs> He's conceding. I'll, I'll I'll turn my ceiling fan on and see if the wind hits me, and if it doesn't, I'll turn the damn thing the other direction. Right, right. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Let's keep up with the whole Steve thing and go to Starkville, <laughs> and he's got a comment about the fans. What's going on, Steve? Uh, you talking to me? Yeah, you talking to me? <laughs> yeah, you talking to me? Um, here's the thing: I've always turned the fans exactly opposite of what you're saying. <laughs> right, me too. <laughs> well, I, we, I think we all have. Well, I went into you know Google like that, and that's the internet, right? And they agreed with me. Now let me give you an explanation for that. If you take and you spread like powder on the floor, and you take a shot back and you suck it up, right, you put it down to the floor, it will suck a spot right underneath where the hose is. Right, right. right. But if you blow down, like you take and put an air hose down there, or you uh-huh. reverse the flow, it'll blow a big area, right? Yep. Uh-huh. So when you end up saying in reverse, when you're pulling the air up, it pushes the air up around the room and makes the hot air come down around the sides. But when it's pulling straight down, it's only pulling the hot air from directly above the blades. All right. So. Now you've blown my mind, Steve. Java, you gave me this. Do you, hey, you know some engineer's got to call in. I'm, who's got a Google? I, I like Steve's comment, though. It makes sense, Steve. Traitor. I did, <laughs> didn't I? <laughs> we have always done it. So, so okay, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to pitch this to Java, Steve. He is going to be the judge... Uh, jury and and jailer on right. this thing. Yeah, 
Right. Well, so he's the one. Right. <laughs> he's the one that gave me this, and I'm sure you got it from some sort of site or something of that nature. Tell me, I'm it wasn't. Sure I got it from the ceiling fan box originally. The ceiling fan box that is from the, from the manufacturer. <laughs> Imagine that. We don't read that. Man. So this is fixing what I want. More through the room. Right. All right. All, so right, all right. Here we here we go. According to Google. During the summer, you want the fan to blow air straight down. Okay, see? So your what? ceiling fan needs to run in a counter. Oh, now, see, here we go with counterclockwise and clockwise direction. Well, that assumes all stands wait, right. so, Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. What is this junk you gave me? That's, it doesn't say that? No, <laughs> it says the fan will push warm air downward and force it to recirculate. Uh, let's see. By reversing its direction from the summer operation, the fan will push warm air downward and force it to recirculate, keeping you more comfortable. So that's but, what it, that's what it says. Uh-uh. No. no. It pushes it downward from around the edges of the room. It pulls the can't believe. air up through the middle and pushes it down around the See, this, now stop that, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, look, here's the deal. This is why I say it at least once to twice a, a winter is because it's always this fight because there's always someone has the perfect physics of why it should work this way. Right. That's Java. right. That's right. That's right. That's correct. That's Which correct. one? The way you do it. The and way when I say you, the way you do it. If you do it at your house, Blowing down, oh, okay. and it works, oh, for, and it works for you. Whatever it works for you. Right. Okay, <laughs> right. okay. It's, like right. The, it's the best firewood, free firewood. Yeah. There, there you go. I want to make one comment that we can all agree on. Okay, check your smoke alarms. Oh yeah, it's we that are, time of year. We, it's that That's time of list. year. Uh, we 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 got we we got we had a fire mm-hmm. um, two days before Thanksgiving. Thank goodness, no pets or or humans were were hurt, but please check your smoke alarms because it can happen and it will happen. Java. Come on. All right, folks, that's it. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Del Moore and Jeff Simmons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.